Should we do a chow episode? Uh... We talk about chow for eight hours. <laughs> for eight million hours. Should we talk about something beforehand before we go into our into our welcome wagon or usually we're just kind of rambling and then we're just like, aha! Yeah, perfect I mean, segue. Yeah, I mean, I usually just like put whatever as a cold open, and more often than not, that tends to be just like whatever we were talking about earlier. <laughs> what was your first Chow's name? Because I know my first Chow's name. I think my first Chow was actually still alive. I believe it was Echo. Mine, I believe, because like I didn't even know you could add, you could have like a custom name in. The Chow Garden. I just picked the, whatever the Chow Fortune Teller just randomly picked in Sonic Adventure 2. And I believe they, they named it Elvis. <laughs> and so Elvis was my first Chow. I believe right now, I think he's still on my memory card. I have no idea how many times he's reincarnated. Yeah, uh, right now he's a dark Chow. Yeah, well like I said last episode, uh, my memory card got corrupted. So I lost my like, first set of Chow. That sucks. And I think their names were Echo Wolf, uh, just like you know, edgy rubbish. <laughs> uh, one yeah. of them was called Skeleto because you couldn't fit skeleton in the text box. That's base. <laughs> uh, and oh, I forgot what the third one was, but you better believe it was a similar quality name. <laughs> Yeah, I think my memory card... Because I have, like, a couple memory cards of Chow. Um, I didn't just have one. I just keep transferring Chow to and from whichever memory card needed it. And, uh... I think most of my Chow are just... I don't even think most of them have names. I think, like, I just... There was a time when I was a kid where I just, like, make a whole bunch of chow, just either buy a bunch of eggs or just breed a bunch. And I wouldn't actually do anything with them because raising a chow takes a long time. And I... So I just have, like, this giant pile of unnamed level one chow. Just on just a bunch of random babies. Yeah, I mean, when you flooding my memory point, card. you just, like, kind of dump them. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I couldn't, I couldn't bear to throw them away because, like, the goodbye music is sad. And as a kid, I was like, I can't get rid of them. I can't never see the Chow again. They, they really guilt trip you with that. Anyways, I guess that's the that's. Welcome to Super PLL! Uh, this, the podcast where hedgehogs go fast, and the cannon doesn't matter. That's right. The cannon is just like the luck stat on your chow. I am I am one of your hosts, JT Duckman. And I'm Hogast. And today's topic, in case you couldn't tell, is about the chow garden. And I... Freaking, I have a lot to say. I have a lot to say about the child garden. I, you either, you either were, you either were a person that spent 
millions of hours in the Chow Garden, and you know everything, like the back of your hand, you just have you are just a walking Chow encyclopedia, or you maybe you've played the mode twice. I feel like there's no real in between. There's no one that's like I kind of raised a Chow. No, you were either all in or not in. Well, I mean, if you're a completionist, you need to do the Chow content for like ten emblems, isn't it? That's true. Yeah, you do have to. You do have to get. Yeah, it's like a handful of emblems, and I believe it's just from the races. Maybe can you? Do you have to get some emblems in the karate section on GameCube version? I think I recall there's about two emblems in the karate, and the rest are in the races. Yeah, so I guess where where should where should we really start when it comes to? Uh, I feel like ciao. we could easily talk about this for like endless hours and have just no topic and just be talking about <laughs> random tangential topics. That's true. That's true. We can't look. I would be down to just go down that route because there's not really any structure for Chow stuff. But I guess I guess before before we just completely go off the rails here, um, I I I, I think. It would be good to at least fill in the... We should at least explain the basics of Chow. Yes. So, Chow are these little creatures, the little dudes, that are in Sonic Adventures 1 and 2, and technically the Sonic Advance games, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you wanna be technical here. If you really wanna be technical, there's a Chow Garden in Sega Superstars on the PS2, which is like this iToy, it's like the camera, like, motion control iToy game. Um, there's a Chow Garden there, but that's a Chow Garden in name only, because you, it's pretty much just a thing where the, there's just a Chow on the screen, and you just kind of rub it with your hand by waving your hand with the webcam. That's pretty much all you can do, but no, we're talking about the real Chow Garden, the Sonic Adventure Chow Garden. Well, more importantly... Sonic Adventure 2 Battle Chow Garden. And so basically what they are, they're these little creatures, and by playing the levels, you defeat enemies, and when you defeat the enemies, they either drop these little glowing things, if they're a G.U.N. robot, or an animal if they're an Eggman robot, or you can just collect animals just lying around the levels. And then you take them to Chow World, and where there you have the little creatures which you can raise from their little chow eggs and give them the glowing chaos drives or animals that you collect through the levels to raise their stats and then you can race them and you can battle them. And there's also a lot of different customization for chow because chow do eventually grow old and they will either die or reincarnate once they hit a certain age. And halfway through their life, they will grow from a child chow to an adult chow. And depending on whether or not you were raising that chow with a good character or a bad character, you will you can turn it, you can like change its alignment to basically be a hero or dark chow or neutral chow. And that's basically the the gist of it in the most basic terms. But the, the, the chow hole, the rabbit hole goes so much deeper than just that. So much deeper. Do you have any, any funny chow things to say? I can't. 
<laughs> I'm just Frick. completely lost it. Like, obviously, there's just so much to talk about. So, like, where do we even start, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. I guess... Well... Uh... Okay, I mean, there's... let's do another one of those things. What, what, what things? Well, because uh, in the preamble, you asked what our first chows were called. What's yes. your favorite animal part? Like, the end... Oh, crap. Like, the, the parts of the chow that change when yes, so, you give them an animal? Yes, yes. So if you give the chow a particular kind of animal or a certain number of a particular kind of animal, they get animal parts added to them, like wings or feet or yes. what have you. And eventually, yeah, your chow, uh, if you are giving your chow a whole bunch of animals, eventually they're not going to really look like chow. They're going to look like a kind of amalgamation of all sorts of animals. And I, I, I don't know. I think I think it looks a little too cluttered and chaotic for uh, for most chow, for most animal parts. Because, like, yeah, sometimes your chow can look pretty weird. With all the animal parts. Um, I think I like... The only ones that I can really remember off the top of my head are, like... The peacock, I believe, gives your chow, like, these big poofy wings at the back. Uh, the gorilla can give your chow a unibrow. I had plenty of unibrow chow. I know the penguin can give them big poofy eyebrows. I think my favorite one, though, is probably... Is it the half fish? Because that's that's a ghost chow. And if you give the half fish to a chow, it turns their little ball on their head to a like a flame. I thought that was really cool. So like what is a half fish supposed to be? Let me look at a picture of it because It's just like, like a I green also... dude. It's just like a green green guy. Let's have a look. Because I mean I feel like if I looked at it now I would recognize it, but as a kid you're like, what on earth is this thing? Uh, yeah, it's oh, like it's, a... it's like the creature from the Black Lagoon. It's like, yeah, like a fish man. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a green guy. <laughs> I have no idea why they put that in. Then there's a skeleton dog, which... that That's a weird animal in that when you give that to your chow, it removes an animal part rather than gains one. And uh, so yeah, you have to just keep a bunch of skeleton dogs on hand to work as chow-like part or animal part erasers hmm. i'm just looking this up because how many hours do you think you had on your sonic adventure 2 save file look it has to be at least a hundred probably several hundred hours i remember i was i was going into my sonic adventure 2 save file i believe it was on stream for some reason and i had one of my friends watching and he didn't know how much I used the Chow Garden. So when he saw that my Sonic Adventure save file, my SA2 save file, had like... I think... Well, it's because also it was split because I have multiple memory cards, right? Because I have multiple Chow Gardens. I think the one with the most, I want to say it has like 400 hours on it. And then I have another one with another 100 hours. And I remember my friend, he was like, how much Sonic Adventure 2 have you played, dude? That's insane. And I'm like, yeah, I like the Chow Garden. Boy, because Chow, been... they they grow really slow. Like, it's not a fast <laughs> system. 
it's not a fast system at all. It's actually kind of a grind. Like, I feel like if I didn't have the spare time that I had as a child, like, I could see Chow being way too grindy, because, like, not only would you have to, like, the, the animals don't really give you enough stats, well, they give you some stats, but they don't really give you that much stats, and if you were to do things without using the, did you, okay, actually, I guess that's the next thing we could probably go do. Did you use the infinite animal glitch? Um, I think, yes, I did. <laughs> because, yeah. uh, like, too much grind. Forget doing it, uh, <laughs> uh, Madden. I think, I'm trying to remember, because I think with some of them, eventually, you would just not be able to pick it up anymore. No, I think, I thought the, I thought it works infinitely. It's just, I, I try to do it. But it's definitely not the most consistent glitch to do. So basically, for those that don't know, there is a glitch that makes Chow way more easy to manage, where if you give... Okay, so normally when you, when you give a Chow an animal or a Chaos Drive, it will grab it, and then it will take the stats from it, and then it will let it go. And after it's been let go, you can't interact with it again, and it'll eventually despawn. But someone found out that there's a sweet spot... Or if you put the animal, if you drop the animal just far enough away from the chow, it will still think it grabbed it, and it will give it the stats, but it just puts the animal back down, and you can pick it up again and just keep reusing it. But the problem is that the sweet spot's actually pretty precise, and if you mess it up, then the chow grabs it, and then you can't grab it again, so you pretty much have to find something else. And... The, uh, the chow kind of, like, once it finishes picking up something, it always just moves around after that. So, you really have to, like, shove it in one spot, and then just kind of keep giving it the, the same item over and over again to, um, really make the most out of it. And it really doesn't work with Chaos Drives either, because they bounce away super quickly. But, yeah, if you don't use that glitch, then raising a child takes forever. You have to play a lot of runs. What was what was the level that you would do for chow runs? Uh, I played Iron Gate like 500 times, but I think that was just mainly for a ring collection. Uh, okay, yeah, it's you really have like two levels. There's like one level that you know where the animals are, and then another level that you do for the rings. But for me, I just did City Escape for both. I played City Escape so many goddamn times. <laughs> um, I realistically, I feel like Metal Harbor would have probably been a better level because it's shorter. Yeah, I think Metal Harbor was a popular one too. Well, I mean, it's Metal Harbor, but I think I just like City Escape because you know it's City Escape. It's got the music. It's got. I think one thing about the Chow Garden in Sonic Adventure 2 is it does make you replay the game a lot and yeah you can kind of choose which levels you want to grind so that's cool oh I also did Pumpkin Hill a lot because Pumpkin Hill was one of the levels that I knew where all the animals are I think I did Pumpkin Hill for the animals and then City Escape for the rings. 
I would be amazed if there was someone out there that was like, oh yeah, no, my Chow grinding level was Meteor Herd. Or, oh, I loved Mad Space for for Chow grinding. I got all the animals in Mad Space. Because that level was, like, really hard to navigate. Mad Space isn't that bad. It's just frustrating. Like, the actual clues being backwards, you pick up really quickly. But, like, if you get stuck with that one planet with the high gravity, you're there for a while. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I think Meteor Herd is also not the most fun, just because Meteor Herd is just one giant vertical area. And, yeah, sometimes you could be going all the way up and then try to have to go back down and then go all the way back up again. A lot of people complain about Sonic Adventure 2's Emerald hunting, but I honestly didn't really have that much of a problem with it. One thing I would always do in Meteor Herd was I would... Get, well, I would do the, the multiplayer mode, and we would, me and my brother, we would both climb to the very top, and then we would just jump off. Yeah. Well, because there's a, is there like a phoenix or something up there? Like, there's no point spending the time to go up there, but there is like a rare animal up there. Yeah. There are the rare animals that are in various different areas. I personally got the rare animals more from the chow containers. Because every level has three Chow containers. The first one gets you the Chow Key, which actually takes you to Chow World at the end of the level. The second one, if you can get all three, uh, just has like a bunch of animals in it. And then the third one has a rare animal in it. And that's just how I would get the rare animal, like the, the unicorn or the dragon or the phoenix, I believe, are the three rare animals. Are there three or four per category? I think there's more than three. Let's have a look. <laughs> Go to go check out go hit up Chow Island. Oh my goodness, I completely forgot about Chow Island. Here I am on the You forgot level. about Chow Island? When was the last time you've been on Chow Island? Look, the last time I played Adventure 2 according to Steam is 2016, so Okay, well I I I use Chow Island so much. Like that website has been around forever. I used that website in like 2006, bro. It's been around forever, and it's gotten, like, they still update it. It's awesome. They have a 3D chow viewer where you can just make your own custom chow. Like, you can just visualize what a chow would look like. Oh, apparently they've been up since 2001 because uh, there's a post here that says 20th anniversary in 2021. That is legendary. They've been around for as long as, or, well, maybe not as long as Chow themselves, because they've been around since 1998, but since real Chow, because did you ever raise a Chow in Sonic Adventure 1? I think I, I tried, like... but I don't remember if I got very far in it. Yeah, raising Chow in SA1 kind of isn't fun, because there's the whole, you can give them the animals, right? But there's no infinite animal glitch, so it's super slow, and... There's not really. There's oh, I guess there are multiple gardens, but I don't know. I don't. There's something about SA One's Chow system that just didn't. It didn't hit right. Versus SA Two, where SA Two's Chow system is just. It's just wonderful. I should one of these days. I want to play through the Sonic Adventure games on Dreamcast. 
100%, because I've only 100%ed uh, DX on GameCube. I actually haven't 100%ed the original Sonic Adventure on Dreamcast. Um, and I want to do the Chow stuff on there, because on Dreamcast, Dreamcast, apparently the Chow system is different enough to be weird, like, to be kind of weird. On Dreamcast, I believe, I believe Dreamcast SA1, the Chow have an, a health stat. Like, just a straight-up HP stat that can go up or down. So you can technically kill your... That's the only game where you can kill your Chow, because if you, like, bump into the Chow or, like, spin dash into it, it loses its... It, like, it loses a portion of health. And if it ha- reaches zero health, it dies. It doesn't... The, Sonic Adventure 1 is the only game where your Chow can't die or... Well, they can die for things outside of old age. They can just die from running out of health. Yeah. And then SA2, I've heard that you when you pick up your Chow, you can't even see its stats. You can only see a Chow's stats in SA2 if you put it into the VMU minigame and then check through the VMU minigame. Rather than the actual game itself. Yes. I believe both Sonic Adventures 1 and 2. Did you ever uh, try to make Chow of all of the different types? Like, of all... Because you know how the different Chow can... Once they evolve for the first time, they change their appearance pretty drastically depending on which stat you focused on. Like how you can have like a run chow or a fly chow or a power chow or swim chow. I think I just went with whatever whichever one I thought was coolest. I see. I think it's fine. I think that was before the three like the three D chow viewers or whatever really existed. I just made a bunch of chow of different types. I think I made one chow of every type. For their first evolutions. I didn't do one for, for all the combinations for their second evolution. Because I didn't have the time for that. Um, And I did that mostly because I wanted to see what the Chow looked like in 3D. Because the only thing I had were those little really low-res Chow Island thumbnail images of what the Chow was supposed to look like. I always wanted to make a Sonic and Shadow Chow. But you can never have a permanent Sonic or Shadow Chow because it would eventually have to reincarnate. Well, luckily the PC version has a pretty great Chow Garden extended mod, which has oh my god! Oh my god! I forgot. I need to pull up the website for that because yeah, the Chow Island extended mod that that is insane. Wait, let me let me bring this up because I forgot what it. Everything it adds. Um, our world extended. Holy crap! Um, oh my goodness. Wait, you can have you can have Chow drown. There's eight party party race. Cool. Oh, okay, so what does this thing add? Wait, main package. Yeah. Yeah, you can change the Chow's eyes with the lenses. You can change like everything. You can have like full customization. 
You can just make your chow shiny through, like, a fruit, rather than having to selectively chow eugenics your way to that. <laughs> chow eugenics, jeez. <laughs> it's true. It's true, man. I had friends that were way into the chow breeding stuff because they wanted to make, like, uh, they wanted to make a shiny... I know they wanted to make, like, a shiny chaos chow with all S's for their stats. And they had to breed so much to get a chow like that. They had to breed so much. I don't think they ever got jewel chow because they didn't have the Game Boy. Um, they didn't have the Game Boy versions. And they didn't have a link cable. But I think definitely it helped a lot to also have had friends that were just as into Chow as I was as a kid. Because it was just us talking about Chow forever and just getting into it together. Oh, you can just buy stat upgrades for your Chow? It really takes out a lot of the grinding and stuff. Oh my goodness. Oh, you could put the chow down in the, uh, in the lobby and in the kindergarten. There's a day and night cycle mod? Yeah, you could also put, add in custom, uh, you could, like, replace the different gardens with, like, custom ones. That is awesome. I remember I wanted to, like, make, I, I didn't play that much of the PC version of Sonic Adventure 2. But when I did, I wanted to mod it to just, like, make it look, like, better. It was my first time really, like, just, uh, trying to mess with, like, texture packs or whatever. You can't really make the game look that much better with texture packs. Because, I mean, the game still is a Dreamcast game at its core. But I definitely remember messing around a little bit with that. And, like, the Chow editor, where you can turn off, like, your Chow limiters and just make a Chow that looks like a giant mess of polygons and will completely break the races because it goes so fast that it can't, like, it goes over the finish line. Definitely fun to mess around with the uh, the Chow editors. Even though it is a little ingenious, or maybe not ingenious, it's a little disingenuous to the, the true Chow experience. You do have, like, HD textures and... You can restore the Dreamcast Chow Gardens? That's the best part, because, yeah, so the Dreamcast version of Sonic Adventure in, uh, Sonic Adventure 2 had different Chow Gardens, in that the Dark Garden had, like, this cave and this hill, and the Hero Garden had, like, a little river going through it that they, they changed, and they just kind of made everything flat for the GameCube version. Did they make it so that you can actually get a Moon Chow? A what? A moon chow. What is a moon chow, dude? The moon chow? That's a... It's a very special chow. That is only available in the Dreamcast Sonic Adventure 2. And so, okay, so you know the GameCube version? The only way to get the jewel chow were to basically use the GBA connectivity and import the Chow from the GBA games to get Jewel Chow? Yeah, something like that. 
To get Jewel Chow in the Dreamcast version, you obviously can't use the GBA cable, and the VMU isn't really, like, it's really for the your existing Chow. It's not really for importing new Chow in. So, for the Dreamcast version of Sonic Adventure 2, to get the Jewel Chow, what you need to do is you need to... Um... You need to connect your Dreamcast to the internet and visit the Sonic Adventure 2 website. And on the Sonic Adventure 2 website, there's a Chow Black Market there. And depending on how many emblems you have on your save file, you can get Chow Eggs for the Jewel Chow. And the last one, which only, I believe it's, you only need 30 emblems to get the last one it like the the emblem requirements are really 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 low um and the last the bottom one is a moon chow which is a purple chow with like a golf ball texture and it's the only chow that looks like that and it that's the literal only way to get it in the dreamcast game and there's no way to get it in the gamecube versions because there were other ones that were limited, like the Tails Chow. You had to have a Fantasy Star Online save file or something like that. You, you didn't need to have a PSO save file. Um, I actually, the the friends that I had with that, that were also in the Chow, the guys that were doing the Chow eugenics to make a, the Chow that they wanted. <sighs> I, I remember... They were very close to getting a copy of Fantasy Star Online for no reason other than to get the Tails Chow. Like, they were going to buy a whole-ass video game just for the Chow, but they didn't because it would never... You see, the funny thing about PSO on GameCube is it's been one of the more expensive GameCube titles for the past, like, forever i mean it's super expensive now but back in the day like in the mid 2000s when me and my friends were all kids it was like it was a 50 dollar gamecube game which i mean nowadays if you found pso episodes one and two for 50 dollars, that's a steal but back in the day it was a 50 dollar gamecube game where most gamecube games were like 10 to 15 bucks so it was, like, one of the pricier ones. So that's why they didn't buy it, because they were like, can I really justify spending $50 just for a Tails Chow? Damn, how, like, how are you getting GameCube game not released at $15 to $20? <laughs> uh, well, no, it wasn't on release. Ah. This this was... This was mid-2000. Like, mid to late 2000s. This was, like, 2007... Or like 2006 to like 2009, right? During that time period, like the Wii and the PS3 and the Xbox 360 were already out. And like that's when GameCube stuff was just kind of in the the clearance or like the the used games. That was when it was a budget console. Which is really weird to say that there was a time where the GameCube was a budget console. Considering 
its market value right now. Because, yeah, I got a lot of... I believe I kept buying GameCube games all the way up until, like, 2012. I literally kept buying them. Maybe it was 2011. I kept buying GameCube games until GameStop literally stopped taking them and stopped selling them. Well, because the because I remember... didn't sell very well to begin with, did it? So that's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, bought. I remember buying GameCube games at the same time I was buying 3DS games at GameStop because I would check their GameCube shelf. And yeah, sometimes they'd have some cool stuff. Even then, I still missed out on a lot of the cool games. I wish I could have found a copy of like Cubivore, or Gotcha Force, or Ribbit King yeah. for cheap. I think I saw Cubable one time, but it would have been a Japanese import because it didn't get a power release. Yes, it did not get a power Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, if I had known that it didn't get a power release, maybe I could have bought it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not really a game that you need to know Japanese to... You don't, you don't really need to read. Though, I guess you would probably lose... You would lose out on the weird poems in that game. That game's weird. But in all the good ways. You can do two-player Chow Garden on PC? Well, the reason I brought up the Tails Chow is because you could just turn it on with the mod. <laughs> I mean, yeah, with the mod you can just, yeah, you can activate any of the Chow. You can, you can probably turn on the Moon Chow too, because I'm sure the, the data for it is still there. Maybe. It's just normally inaccessible. But yeah, to get the Tails Chow, there's only... Two kind of ways to get a Tails Chow, quote-unquote, authentically. And the first is, yeah, through Fantasy Star Online, you play, like, a single-player quest, and then you finish the quest, and instead of getting your quest complete, like, you go back to an area, then a Chow will show up and be all like, Connect your Game Boy! And then if you have a Game Boy and you plug it in, then you'll get the Tails Chow. It's like the most roundabout, weird way to uh, to get a Tails Chow, but that was how you could get a legit Tails Chow. And then there's also a Knuckles Chow and an Amy Chow that you can get. They're also a character Chow. And they are... The only way you could have gotten them legitimately were to have been would be to have transferred. You had to have, you had to have gone to a Japanese event, like like a Japanese like trade show, and they they would have these kiosks. And if you had a, if you had your Game Boy with you, you would put your uh, you could connect your Game Boy to the kiosk, and then get the Chow that way. The kiosk software the stuff to send the chow on was eventually bundled i learned i discovered this by complete surprise because i was streaming like demo discs just because i like doing that because i'm weird and there's a random japanese like demo disc like e-catalog for the gamecube that sega put the software on to send your uh, your Chow data to your GBA to get either a Tails, Knuckles, or Amy Chow. The weird thing about that, that's like, I guess that's the that's the only other way to get a Chow, like, legitimately for those character Chows. 
The weird thing about that is that you need to have your GBA. It uses like the download play feature of the GBA on the GameCube. So you need to have your GBA with no cartridge inserted. And you plug it in, you turn it on, and it downloads the whole Tiny Chow Garden to the GBA. And then it plays off of that. So what I'm wondering is if that's the software that they used at the trade show, how many people, how many people went to the thing, got their chow on their GBA, kept their GBA on the whole time to bring it home, and then get the actual Amy or Knuckles chow, I wonder. Because if you turn the GBA off when it's playing a download game, it just vanishes forever. It only lasts as long as the GBA is powered on. Which is how um, multiplayer worked, if you already have one cartridge, right? Yes. The same thing, yes. So, I mean, I don't know. I wonder I wonder how many people really, like, kept the chow from that event. Um, and then also, the I tried transferring the chow from the demo disc to my copy of the game. And it didn't work because it only wants to detect Japanese copies of Sonic Adventure. <laughs> I had a I had a American copy, so luckily there. Was, I did I did eventually do some research into it, and someone did make a patched version of it. So I did use the patched version to get a Amy and Knuckles Chow on my Sonic Adventure Two save, but it doesn't feel technically the same. But it is. That is the closest way you can get those chow legitimately. Well, I guess what I should just do is buy a Japanese copy of Sonic Adventure 2. Did you ever finish any of the, the chow? Like, did you finish all of the chow races? Or did you get stuck on all of them? Because I got stuck on so many of them. Oh, let's have a look. Because I remember some of them were really difficult. A lot of them were difficult. <laughs> let's have a look. Okay. Jewel races, challenge races. I don't know if I ever. I don't remember if I got to the challenge races, or if I did, I don't. I don't think I ever finished it. Yes, no, hang on. Because I remember the one where they're all gold and silver. Yes. So I must have at least gotten to that point, but I don't think I ever beat all of the challenge races. I think I beat. I think I got only up to. Like the second or third challenge race, because yeah, they get they get really hard. You need to have like a pretty roided out chow, and my chow just really weren't up to the cut. I guess like if I wanted to, I could probably just beef up my a chaos chow and then like do all the races with that one. But I don't know. I I don't want to go back to chow chow breeding or not, maybe not breeding but chow raising because uh oh it actually literally the chow chow island it literally says the exact like range of values yep. the opponent racers are in the uh the chow races for like each like that's stat. like triple six across the board which one? Oh, he returns. <laughs> That's Chakron. 
And dang, the highest is a uh, one six 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 across the board. Yeah. Yeah. It's no joke, man. Uh, what else is there about Chell? How much? Mean that he's better than you because you could only get up to level ninety nine. Well, I think that's the Chow stat points, mm. not the not necessarily the Chow's level, because the stat points are actually how much. Like when your Chow levels up, the stat points go up, and if I recall correctly, when your Chow reincarnates, its levels go all the way back to one, but they retain, I want to say, ten percent of their original stats. Okay. So, I yeah. Up, but it looks like it's uh, your stat range is to do with your grade in future. Yeah. Stat, which is where the breeding comes in, because you can yeah to uh, increase their grade in each of the stats and eventually get like a god child that's good at everything. Yeah, or you could, because I do know the other way to raise a child's stat is to reincarnate it. With a certain, like, I believe if you if you make, like, a run chow. Oh, no, I think it's when you, when you, like, make, like, your chow, like, when it evolves from a child to, like, a run chow. Then I believe it's run stat goes up a stat grade. So you could technically just keep reincarnating a chow and just keeping it in the same stat group. Um, over and over again, but that would take so long. That, yeah, it might just be easier to just breed. I was always afraid that my child would die, even though I don't think that's ever happened. It seems like the happiness needs to be so low that you would never do it unless you just, like, neglected it forever. <laughs> Actually, I, I have a story about that. Oh. I have a story about that. So, when I was a kid, I bought a copy of Sonic Advance 2 from, like, a GameStop, like, used. And that was my first time playing Sonic Advance 2. And I remember I checked the save file on the, the Chow Garden. And there was a Chow in the Chow Garden. And I'm not going to say it was, like, the most incredibly powerful Chow. But I think its stats were all mostly, like... I think its stats were all... Because, like, Chows don't... They don't reincarnate or they don't, like evolve or anything during their time in the tiny chow garden the time is stopped in there so that chow i want to say its levels were like i want to say it was like level 50 or 50 up across the board i think it had one stat that was 99 but like everything was like above 50 and i'm like god damn this chow is crazy so i brought it to the gamecube game and I think I won a couple races with it, and I remember it freaking died on me. I guess I wasn't, like, treating it. I don't know. I don't know how exactly or when it died, because I believe what I did to speed up the chow process is there were, there were lots of nights where I left the GameCube on to just get time flowing. And, yeah, there was just one time where I wanted to enter that chow in a race, and I couldn't find it anywhere in my garden. None of them. And I'm like, where'd it go? I thought it just ran away, but 
was before I knew that Chow could die, but now that I now that I know that they die, I know that what happened to it is he freaking died. And the Chow's name was Pepsi. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> Stupid Chow. I'm like, where the hell is Pepsi? Pepsi bad. I know, that was freaking Pepsi Chow. Yeah, okay, that's the new headcutter now, is that uh, Pepsi Man saved Pepsi Chow. Yeah, honestly, that's that's where he went. He didn't die. He just, he he was rescued. How many times did you actually use the, the Chow Kindergarten's, like, school thing? Because it had that one room where you could take your Chow to class, and if it does... If it like finishes the class, it does. It can learn how to do like a dance, or like a learn how to draw a thing. I think I did most of them. Um, Actually, because it's cute, right? But also, um, it takes so long, and I think that's you what I'm saying. In the garden, the time to pass on that. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm not sure if it has to be time in the garden or outside or just general playtime. But yeah, no, it does take way too long. Every time I wanted to do that, I was like, why did I? I would put a chow in there and I'd be like, why did I put them in there? They're never leaving. Because yeah, it does take so long for the chow to be done with their lessons. What Let's else? Have a look because yeah, there were a few different things you could get out of it. Magic the chow island with you. Dude, Chow Island is cracked. Chow Island is one of the best websites of all time. Hands down. Oh yeah, that's right. Couldn't your Chow get sick or something? Like I've never like apparently they can. Apparently they can, you. but yeah, it's never happened to me either or in all I of mean, my Chow. Oh, I didn't notice that it was specifically an illness that um you needed to get fixed yeah. in the uh, health center. I just thought it was, like, a funny thing that they did, I guess. Wait, what the hell? Sonic Chronicles has a chow? I don't think it has a chow garden, but I think there were chow in it. Like, as oh. NPCs or something. Because I was like, why is there a page for Sonic Chronicles in Chow Island? That game was not good. You don't I have play not it. played it yet. You don't need to play it. Well, I, I have to. Oh my I goodness! Must. No, I mustn't have got all of them because there's like ten different instruments. There's the bell, castanet, cymbals, drum, flute, maracas, tambourine, and trumpet, and five levels of drawing. What? Yeah, no, it's you can you can get your child super. Long. I wonder if there's anyone. Man, that would be that would be something to do. Wow, would be. It can learn to draw Big the Cat. <laughs> Wait, even in Sonic Adventure 2? Was there even a Chow-like kindergarten in uh, Sonic Adventure 1? There I wasn't. I think so, because Classroom is, says uh, it's in Adventure 2. Where the hell did that Chow learn what the hell Big the Cat is? It could draw one of the characters it has a bond with. Wait, does the bond stay, like, between... No, there's no way, because Sonic Adventure 2 Battle came out after Adventure DX, right? Or no, 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 the other way around, other way around. DX came out after... after. So, yeah, there's no way that the Chow's... Wait, five levels of singing, too. 
Oh my goodness, I'm gonna listen to these singing clips later if I'm not recording because this sounds like it'll be awesome. That would be that would be funny. Oh, they can do five kind of dances. Only five? I thought there were a lot more. Uh, go go dance, shake dance, spin dance, step dance, and exercise. Huh. I do wonder if there's someone who's just made the most cracked chow of all time. Just like an all rank chaos chow that has all of the toys and all of the um all of the animal ability I guess it has to have all the animal abilities if it's gonna be a chaos chow. All of the animal abilities and all of like the, the lessons. There's gotta be someone like that. One chow I always wanted to make was I wanted to make like a real chaos chow. <laughs> Which was, uh, I wanted to make a neutral Chaos Chow and have it be like a clear light blue Chow, right? Like a, like Chaos. I don't remember if I wanted to make it like a transparent, shiny, uh, because I know you can do transparent, shiny Chow. I don't know if I wanted to make a transparent, shiny light blue. Or if I wanted to make an aquamarine chaos chow. Because I think the aquamarine chaos chow. Let me look at the chow gallery here. Um, chaos chow. Where the heck is the chaos chow? Known ch Are there unknown chow? <laughs> Wait. There are more out there? Yeah. Oh no. So the, the neutral chaos chow has green eyes no matter what. Yeah, I think I wanted... Is this like a, a neutral, shiny two-tone? There's so many freaking chow colors and types. Yeah, I didn't know if I wanted to make an aquamarine chaos chow. Or if I wanted to make a shiny, sky blue, transparent chaos chow. I think shiny, sky blue, transparent looks more like chaos. Than the aquamarine. The aquamarine has that like texture to it. Is there a moon chaos chow? Did anyone even. Or actually, wait, this one. I don't think so. There are only three kinds, right? Shiny jewel? Um, oh, here's transparent. GameCube. Oh, wait. The PC has shiny. Wait, PC doesn't have transparent chow? I'm sure the mod adds it. Because I know one. On GameCube, it, yeah, it's like a glitch, right? It's a glitch. I think it's a glitch with the Chow's something to do with like how the Chow looks in terms of like the textures it overlays. And yeah, if you try to, I think yeah, it's shiny jewel, right? Yeah, if you try to combine a shiny Chow with a jewel Chow, the textures like glitch out, and that's what makes it transparent. You can even have a shiny jewel chow that's completely invisible. I had a chow like that. It's just a floating pair of eyes. That happened to me in a Final Fantasy raid once against Rathalos. Like, <laughs> the the model for some reason just never loaded, and it was just a pair of eyes. <laughs> that's awesome. It was great. Yeah, I would want to make like a like a transparent I'm just looking at this. Oh, yeah, okay, there is Moon Chaos Chow. 
How'd they even... I guess you could probably just hack it in, huh? Yeah, I'd always want to make, like, a, a, a Chaos Child that looks like Chaos. I thought that was cool. I never was a fan of the Hero Chaos and Dark Chaos, the Angel and Devil Chow. Despite, I believe I have one of all three. I have, I have a, I have a neutral chaos, a hero chaos, and a devil chaos chow on my save file. Because, god dang, chaos chow are the coolest. They're the coolest thing. Because I think they're like, they're like the final reward for actually figuring out, or not really figuring out, but for actually engaging with the chow garden, you know? Because normally people are like, oh yeah, no, there's the hero chow and the dark chow. Or some people like, I don't know. Like, there's the the fact that there's an entire special type of chow that is immortal that you can only get by reincarnating your chow twice and then giving it every animal on the third life. And then making it neutral for its first evolution. That... I think it's like it's like the penultimate reward for actually like being a nut for Chow. Well, what's the ultimate reward? I mean, I guess the ultimate reward would probably be like making a Chow like a super custom Chow, like like I'm saying, like making a transparent turquoise chaos, chow, like making a super personalized one. Because yeah, because then there's still there's still the whole. The whole act of breeding and making your chow look exactly as it look as you want it to look. Because yeah, it's so so customizable. You can make your chow look however you want it to. And I think that's the coolest thing. I did not need to go this hard on a side game in Sonic Adventure that not even anyone that that's not even mandatory. Completely optional side game, but I I respect it. I never got a chaos chow. It takes too never long. did. It takes too long. Yeah, and no, it does take a while. I I totally understand that. The thing about the chaos chow though is that they're immortal. So since they're immortal if it has crap stats, then, like, it's stuck with those. I don't even know what stats my Chaos Chow have, because I wasn't really focusing on the stats at the time. But... I think I gave up my PC playthrough when I found out I would have to, like, grind constantly to, to breed a Chow I... with good stats and everything. Yeah, I think there's a Chow, like, mod... Uh, that's not just the extended mod, but I think that there is a mod for the PC, uh, the PC game that just only, I believe that just like adds a multiplying buff to all of the Chow's like stat gains, so it just makes it go faster. That might that be. That might be an option, Chow. There's a Chow calculator? What in the heck? Dude, okay. These Chow mods are kind of cracked. Yep. 
Wait. No way. No way. Apparently, well, I want to make sure that that this is what I'm actually thinking. This is. Did so? I think someone has made a Chow editor for the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast Sonic Adventure games. That straight up runs entirely on the VMU. <laughs> like you down, like you. Yo, this actually goes in. What the hell? This is insane. Okay, so it's a thing that you download through your Dreamcast to your VMU, like as a as a as an application, and then you can run it and read your save file and edit your Dreamcast chow. Through the VMU. That's nuts. That's super nuts. Apparently there's Chow stuff? Wait, was there Chow stuff on the Sonic Adventure 1 website? Let me find that out. Uh, no, the real Sonic Adventure website. Here it is. I love how you can just view the the Sonic Adventure website on a browser. Even. Oh god. Oh god. I forgot that that has music. Chow Gardens. Chow Doctor. Wait, okay. Uh, I thought there were like other Chow. Chow Daycare? Visit the daycare. Oh, 404, not found. Wait. Huh? What's happening? Does this work? I wonder. I don't think it does. Okay, wait, no, here we go. Oh. Or not? For the love of God. Okay, wait. Okay, I'm... I'm not sure if we can... I'm Okay. I'm not sure how if we can even implement this into the podcast. But I might need to check something. Um, pull up. Okay, okay, okay. Hear me out, hear me out. This has to do, this is just me kind of looking at something. Sorry for kind of confusing you here. But, so, the Dreamcast can go online, yes? Mm-hmm. Someone has... Like, okay, so there's actually a pretty popular community for using the Dreamcast online in the modern day, right? Okay. 
and I have all of the necessary tools to connect my Dreamcast to the internet. And someone has pretty much entirely uh, restored the website, the original websites, for the Sonic Adventure games on the Dreamcast. And it seems like the Dreamcast version of Sonic Adventure 1 has a bunch of interesting features with regards to the Chow, in that it seems like not only are there spots on the website where you can upload your own Chow to the internet and have other people download your Chow, there's like a whole Chow um, like submission system um, but there's also, it seems like, a, let me, let me bring this back up, seems like there's also another chow, like, uh, another chow, like, black market to, uh, get your own, it'll read your save file and give you a special chow. And if I'm tr I'm trying to look at the the site on a what regular browser, and it's not letting me view it because I'm probably not using the proper Dreamcast browser, so I'm kind of very tempted to just turn on the Dreamcast and see if I can explore because this this very much amuses me because yeah, just four oh fours. On the actual, on like Google Chrome. You could use Wayback Machine. Yeah, but I think it's literally, I don't think it's, I don't think it's looking for the Wayback Machine. I don't think the Wayback, I think it's looking for like specific things. I think the reason why it's not working is because it's trying to do something on the Dreamcast, but that's why, I don't know, man. Because they did restore the Sonic Adventure website how long ago? Uh, 2016. So it's been a while. But I do think, is it fully functional? This is completely just turned into... Let me see. Yeah, it says Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 are entirely back up. So that would in, that would have to include the Chow stuff, right? Anyways, let's just keep talking about Chow while I turn do this in the background. Yeah, I mean, uh, what? I, again, there's, there's like so much stuff to cover, and yet I can't think of anything we'll put on the spot. Uh, what else is there? Did you have a certain specific character? Sorry if I sound like I hear a Did you have a specific character that you would go to the Chow Garden in? Probably Shadow. You always pick so then. So then most of your Chow must be Dark Chow, right? Yeah. 
damn. That's edgy. Well, because when I was a kid, like, my brother took the hero chow and I took the dark chow. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. That's not as edgy as I thought. <laughs> I think in my PC file I have both. I see. But, I mean, it's nice that you can just play as Tails outside of the mech. Yeah, you can play as Tails and Eggman outside of their mechs. Yeah, but Tails is more interesting because he can actually fly. Yes. Well, I mean, Eggman's interesting in that he, like, doesn't have a speed limit. I think he can run faster than Sonic. <laughs> he runs pretty fast. He's like, whoop. <laughs> yeah, so how, as we have mentioned, uh, your child could eventually evolve if they were influenced by a a good character or an evil character into like an angelic or like a demonic sort of character, Chow. And um, yes. when this happened, you would unlock the corresponding garden. There was like a hero garden, which was like a paradise in the sky, and the dark garden, which was like a uh, Halloween hell. sort of thing. <laughs> it was hell! It wasn't really. It was just like this spooky, like, graveyard area. <laughs> That's true. I always used to like jumping into the um the cage for no reason <laughs> yes yes i also again sorry if i'm sounding really far away because i'm kind of plugging in my dreamcast um yes i would just kind of vibe in the cage while waiting because i think the cage is like it's the one spot where the child won't bother you because i can't get up there yeah, so there's like this cage that's suspended in a tree uh, in, yes. the, in the dark garden. And with some certain characters, you can just jump in there. And it has collision, and you can just sit in the cage. Yes. Because there's just so much waiting <laughs> that you have to do while you're waiting for things to happen. Yeah, a lot of the chow... Like, there's a lot of times... Where you just kind of have to leave your GameCube on overnight. That's what I would do. Though I will say the the music... The music for, like, the Hero Garden is rather... Rather calming. Hmm. And the... Music for... I mean, I guess the regular Chow Garden's music is also pretty calming, too. The Dark Gardens isn't. Yeah, the music in the uh, Hero Garden is quite nice. The music in the Dark Garden is a bit spooky. <laughs> yeah. It's got, like, cackling witches and stuff kind of judging you. Well, I mean, it's hell. So, I had uh, some trouble with some of my chow where I'd given them a bat, and so they would lose their legs and become, like, a floating ghost. And I, yes. I couldn't quite figure out exactly how to get them back. Until apparently I heard about the skeleton, the skeleton dog. dog yeah, but the skeleton dog could also get rid of other things that you might want to keep. That's true. But did you did you I usually have a a particular combination of animal parts that you would like? Well, I mean, you said the uh, the peacock wings, but was there also a peacock tail, or am I misremembering? Maybe maybe that's what I'm thinking. The the wings were was probably the tail. Let's have a the chow card wiki. Oh, it's got pictures. I'm definitely putting this in the show notes. Hell yeah. Alright. So, 
Oh yeah, the cool eyebrows with the penguin, yep. Uh, oh yeah, I never noticed that they were like bigger when they were a child. I thought that you had to give them more uh, to uh, have them have the evolved one. That's interesting, I didn't know that. Wait, they're, they're bigger when, when they're a child? No, the other way around. They're bigger when they when they're an adult. Grow up, yeah. Huh, I didn't even know that they changed depending oh, on if it's a. What? I will send you the link. You know, I think it's interesting that the, I always thought the condor looked more like a vulture. Yeah, no, it does. I definitely isn't the condor like cracked? Doesn't the condor have like the highest? Uh, doesn't it have the highest fly stat gain? Probably. I was looking at that earlier. I remember... I kind of like the parrot, honestly. My friends were always like, you need to grind condors, bro. This is so strange. Like, I must have had very few actually adult chow, because I've never seen the grown-up gorilla eyebrows. I've never seen that. Wait, what does... What happens when it's grown-up? I sent you the link. <laughs> Sorry, wait... Kind of busy. Oh, huh, yeah. I had some, I, like, I remember having the odd, like, giving a chow the otter where it has the whiskers. I, uh, I had the, the condor wings on my chow for the longest time, and, like, the weird head pieces, the skunk tail. Uh, the dragon wings are the ones that I had on my channel, like the unicorn horn. Everyone wants those. <laughs> the really? Unicorn... I don't know, I thought my well, channel I mean, was like, kind of tacky with those. The rare animals give you the best stats, so you usually end up with that anyway. That's true. I also kind of like the little skunk tuft. <laughs> Man, they need a... I do wonder, there must be some reason why they haven't brought this back, because you could add, like, so many more cool animals and things. I think that the reason why they haven't added the Chow Garden back is probably just due to the fact that, how the heck do you... It's too complicated. Yeah, how the heck do you follow this up? And how do you balance it, too? Because, like, actually collecting all of this stuff and there's so much waiting around, you'd really have to, like, shake all of that up. And it's a fine Yeah. Balance. I definitely think that the Chow is like a wonderful evolution of the I guess one thing I did want to mention is what pre preceded the chow. Did you ever play Knights in the Dreams? I didn't, but I have heard of the whatever they were called. We have mentioned it before. Yeah, the the A-life system. Yeah. Well, they called chow the A-life system in Sonic Adventure 1. Um I think that chow is a much better implementation than the knights version because how knights did it i didn't even know that there was a a life system like i forgot when i was playing knights because it's so out of the way because knights has the like the characters in the levels and they just kind of vibe and do their own thing and the only way you can really change how they they feel is if you like interact with them in the level but since the game's more like an arcadey like time attack level like, kind of, it's more like a time attack kind of design to it. So, it definitely gets, like, you, you can totally miss out on it. 
just due to the fact that you're focusing on doing the objective because it's kind of the point and you're being pressured to do that. So you can't really slow down and interact with the little guys. And even when you can, like, there's, like, a breathing system and, like, you can edit them depending on, like, if you bump an enemy into them. But doing that is so rare that it's it's just confusing. I don't think anyone out there actually knows how the A-Life system in Knights really works. So I think it was the right call to separate it from the rest of the game and put it in its own distinct section and then just focus on it there. I'm sure people have decoded all of that these days, like with the chow and the tins. I mean, you'll be surprised. Sega Saturn, like, modding and hacking and all that is... I mean, it's better than it's ever been, but it's still a little weird. I do know my boy... Uh, Digi Valentine. He's like the biggest Knights fan on the internet. And he's been working with these other guys um, that mod and look at Knights in the Dreams like prototype. Like they'd find like betas and they would data mine them. And they found like all these cool like models and unused textures and stuff. So I guess you probably could find the exact process to get it, but it's still, even if you do find it, it's still something that's so rare that it, it's hard to really super document. Like, not even Chow Island has a section on the A-Life in Nights. Just because it's such, like, a weird off thing. And it actually changes a lot. Like, if I recall correctly, how it would work is it averages like like the uh, the internal little guys. They have their own little happiness values, and it'll average the happiness around all of the guys in the levels. And if your guys are all happy enough, like it'll straight up change the music in the levels. Like it's pretty, like it'll change the entire vibe of the level. like kind of like how in Sonic CD, like the the levels vibe changes depending on the future. It's kind of like the same thing. So, like, that's a pretty substantial change to, maybe not the gameplay, but the experience that's just kind of locked behind these, maybe not locked, but it's, you have to kind of understand, like, it's it's only from this weird side thing. I don't know. That was the better version. What? Yes. Sorry if I'm a bit scatterbrained. What the hell? I think we I think we might we might not be able to find out the secrets behind the Dreamcast Chow stuff because it appears my internet is not wanting to play nice with the Sega Dreamcast tonight. We're gonna keep trying though. That's okay, I'm sure we can come up with many more chow-related topics to, <laughs> to go to while that's I... That's true, that's true. If not, if not then for sure, out. for sure next week I will absolutely, uh, I will absolutely follow up. <laughs> because now that, now that this is on my radar, I, I need to know. Oh, for a second I thought, uh, I forget, I was looking at the chow island thing. 
and I saw the Lost Chow guide. And I'm like, there are Lost Chow? And I remember that this is just like the bonus mission in the levels where you have to find the Chow. Because Sega does use Chow as like a mascot a lot, right? Yeah. There's been a lot of appearances of Chow outside of the Chow Garden since their inception. Well, you already mentioned Sonic Chronicles. Yeah. But I mean, even like, even smaller roles than that. Like, how Cream has a Chow, Cheese, and there's Chocola the Chow in Sonic Heroes. And like Sonic, uh, Sonic Advance Three, you have to find like Chow in the level. Uh, what other the Mario and Sonic games have Chow and like the the bleachers with like Toads and other Sonic and Mario we guys. Um, there's a bunch of Chow that are a playable character in Team Sonic Racing that replaced Cream for Team Rose. Uh, what other Chow are there? There's Omo Chow. <laughs> well, isn't there a level in... Isn't there... Oh, frick. Isn't there, like, a side mission in Sonic Unleashed that has a bunch of Chow? I don't remember anything about Sonic Unleashed. Damn it. <laughs> um, where else? where else are there Chow, like, going forward in the Sonic universe? There's probably a whole bunch of Chow in freaking Sonic Generations. Sega definitely likes to reuse the characters of Chow without actually giving the Chow Garden back. Yep. Which is where Chow were at their best. Though I will say, uh, have you played Sonic Frontiers yet? Nope. Cool. There are these little guys in Sonic Frontiers... They aren't Chow, but they kind of look, they, they kind of like, they're like these little guys are like made out of rocks. Um, and you can collect them. I forgot what they're called, but they're these little collectibles and you can use them to upgrade Sonic's abilities in Frontiers. But I wouldn't be surprised if they have some relation to Chow, considering the fact that they kind of, they don't really look like Chow, but they, they sound like Chow. And the fact that Sonic Frontiers really likes to call back to the, they like to call back to things from Sonic Adventure 1. There are these little alien dudes, I guess, spoilers for Sonic Frontiers, for those who haven't played it. But, uh, Sonic Frontier's plot really likes to center around the origin of the Chaos Emeralds, and these alien-looking guys. And these alien guys look like Chaos. They look like Chaos Zero. Which makes a lot of sense, considering Chaos Zero came out of the, like, he was trapped in the Master Emerald, right? So... There are... This has to do with Chow, trust me. Um, <laughs> so, Chaos Zero came... So, like, that must mean that the Chaos Zero and his species of alien-looking guys are derived from the Chaos Emeralds, but you also know that 
Chaos himself is a mutated Chow. Like, that's been confirmed. That Chaos is like a... He's like a weird Chow. He's like a Chow that's all... It's all mutated and messed up and can absorb Chaos Emeralds and it's made out of goop. So, I wouldn't be surprised if those little stone guys being connected to the alien guys are the same thing as Chow being connected to Chaos and they're all sort of out of the Chaos Emeralds. When it comes to sonic continuity and canon. I was super surprised when I found that the point of those little the little guys was just uh to upgrade Sonic. I was totally expecting to be able to raise them the same way you could raise Chow, but just not as Chow, you know, but nope, they just kind of exist to exist, I guess. If anything, it's more like Knights's uh it's more like Knights's implementation of A Life. Because yeah, they're just kind of vibing in the levels and you can interact with them through that, but not much else otherwise. Mm. But yeah, they should bring back the Chow Garden. Like Sega would be wants it. I have no idea why there must be some other reason why they haven't done it. I think I think it's because it would be too complicated for a side mode. I think that if I were to guess, I would guess that it's probably because it would take too much resources to really make it as customizable or more customizable than the existing one in Sonic Adventure 2. And they would rather spend that time and effort onto polishing the actual game rather than the side content. Though you could totally make a Chow Garden in a Sonic game like Sonic Frontiers. I think if you tried to make a Chow Garden in something like a Boost Formula Sonic game, that would be a little weird. Because I don't think Sonic is kind of... I feel like a part of the Chow Garden that's important is the fact that you as Sonic, or whoever the hell you're playing as, can interact directly with the Chow. And I don't think, like, the boost formula Sonic would have the right capabilities and, like, controls to just kind of be in a open little area. Like, can you even move the camera in most boost formula Sonic games? I don't think you can. I don't remember. Yeah, so it's like, it's not the same kind of 3D space, I feel. But for something like Frontiers, you absolutely could make it work. Maybe they'll put it in as DLC. Maybe that's one, maybe that's what the big story DLC, what if they add a Chow Garden? That would make that game a 20 out of 10. But yeah, I think we've I think we've we've covered maybe not all of it, but most of it. Right? Unless is there any other any other chow related oh, look, topic? There's probably so much that we haven't covered. Probably. But I feel like we did a pretty good job. We talked about a lot. Did we really? Yeah, I'd say so. We sort of did, but we sort of didn't. 
Kind of. I mean, how long have we? How long have we been going for? Uh. Oh, about now, and a half. All right. Well, we should wrap up. Oh wait, we didn't. I thought we already did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>